Welcome to Credit Union Overtime Podcast. My name is Cassidy, and I'm your podcast host for the Credit Union Webinar Network. Today's episode is an audio clip from a webinar presented by Elizabeth Fast with Spencer Fane LLP, and is titled Medallion and Signature Guarantee Risks, Rules, and Best Practices. Today's speaker is a partner with Spencer Fane LLP, where she specializes in the representation of financial institutions. Elizabeth is head of the firm's training division. Before joining Spencer Fain, she was general counsel, senior vice president, and corporate secretary of a $9 billion institution with more than 130 branches, where she managed all legal, regulatory, and compliance functions. Today's quick insight will review the medallion signature equipment components, the risks of not safeguarding it, transactions that are not covered, as well as what you should do if the transaction is higher than your medallion bond. If you want to learn more about this topic after the podcast, please see the notes for a registration link and a coupon for 10% off the on-demand webinar. Without further ado, let's jump right in. When we talk about this medallion stamp equipment, it sounds so elaborate. I mean, it, it sounds like it's this fancy piece of equipment, but all it is is just a rubber stamp, a plastic stamp. But this plastic stamp equipment has three features. It is this unique lime green colored ink. And this unique lime color helps in identifying that it's not a forgery or a copy. Then there is invisible security compound in that stamps ink that's only detectable by a special reader. And I always think it's cool because it sounds like to me, James Bond, secret agent stuff. So the transfer agents, they actually have this special reader that they put the stamp under that reader, you know, and then they can confirm that the special ink is, is on this stamp. And that's why that's another security feature of it and then the barcode for each stamp. So each stamp has its unique identification number. If a stamp is used in a fraudulent transaction, everybody or the medallion program will know exactly whose stamp was used. So even if that signature on the stamp is forged, they're gonna still know that it was your stamp or whoever's stamp it is because the barcode is a separate, unique barcode for each particular stamp. So even though this medallion stamp really kind of just looks like a rubber stamp, it is more sophisticated because it does have this unique ink and a special reader and a barcode on it. It is important to safeguard your stamp. And I know that that stamp looks like a million other plastic stamps that you've got in your institution. Like you might have a four deposit only stamp when we used to stamp the back of checks or missing endorsement guaranteed stamp. But the medallion stamp is, is more important than those other stamps because using that medallion stamp imposes greater risk and liability to your credit union. And that's why it's important to safeguard this medallion stamp. There 
there is an area on it for a manual or a facsimile signature. So somebody's going to have to sign on behalf of your institution. But the transfer agent that looks at this, they have no obligation to verify that that signature that appears on your medallion stamp is your institution's authorized party. The space has to have a signature in it, but the transfer agent doesn't check whether that signature is of a legitimate officer of your institution. And as long as there's a signature there, even if it's forged, that transfer agent will accept it. You know, to me, it makes me wonder, well, why did they even require a signature at all there? Because if somebody steals this, your stamp, they're not going to sign their real name there, right? They're going to sign your name or somebody else's name. But that's why we say that whoever has this plastic stamp, this equipment, can bind your institution because you don't have to prove that whoever signed there on the place for a signature was really an authorized party of your institution. Again, keep it in a safe place. In a notary situation, the transaction that that notary is notarizing, it can be an unlimited amount. So a notary can be uh, notarizing a document that is like a for a million dollar transaction. It can be unlimited in the dollar amount. Likewise, it's the same for the traditional signature guarantee. That transaction can be for an unlimited amount, a big amount. Now look at the medallion program. In a medallion program, the transaction value must be less than the amount of your medallion bond. So you can't use your medallion stamp if the value of the transaction that you're guaranteeing is larger than the amount of your medallion bond. And then on the last column, a notary, they can notarize any type of document. I think it's common for notaries to be used for real estate documents, for affidavits. Notary can notarize any kind of document. When we look at the traditional signature guarantee, it also can be a guarantee of any type of document, any type of transaction. It is used where the, a third party wants the financial strength of your institution to guarantee, to back up this transaction. Because remember, the notary bond, those are usually really small. I mean, like maybe $10,000, right? Whereas the traditional signature guarantee, they get the financial strength of your, your credit union behind it. But it can be any document. Now, look over at the medallion guarantee. A medallion guarantee stamp can be used only for stock certificates, uncertificated stock, brokerage accounts, and other security-related transactions. So it can only be used for security type of transactions. Now, um, several years ago, the stamp program came out with what they called the signature validation program. It is for non-security related transactions. So don't get confused, but the medallion program can only be used for security transactions.
So what if your member comes in and asks you to use your medallion stamp, but it's not a securities transaction that they're asking you to use your medallion stamp for? Well, we just learned you can only use the medallion stamp if it is for a securities transaction. If it isn't a securities transaction, you should be using a traditional signature guarantee instead, or maybe just notarize something. All right, so let's say that they uh, bring in an insurance policy application and they ask you to use your medallion stamp to guarantee their signature on that insurance policy application. You can't use the medallion stamp program because this is not a securities transaction. And what you should do in that situation is offer to either use a traditional signature guarantee or do a notary. If your credit union has signed up for the program that handles non-security related transactions, which through stamp, it's that signature validation program medallion, then you could use that. Now, honestly, sometimes it's really hard to know if it is a securities transaction. So a lot of people get hung up on it. And a lot of times, a lot of insurance companies like to have you do the medallion stamp. So think about this though, okay? If it is a pre-printed insurance company form, and on that it says, you know, you need a medallion stamp to guarantee this signature. Well, maybe the insurance company knows something that we don't because maybe that transaction really is a securities transaction. Some annuities and other products that are sold by an insurance company, they actually are securities. Now, you know, maybe the, you know, securities, it, it isn't just a piece of paper stock certificate. A security could be an annuity or a partnership interest or a timeshare. It can be a real estate investment trust. So there's other types of investments that may be deemed to be securities, even though you kind of wouldn't think that they were. So don't ever, you're not supposed to use your medallion stamp unless it's for a securities transaction. But also think about it. If that form has a pre-printed thing that says a medallion stamp, then it probably is a type of securities transaction on it. So it's, it's, it's hard to tell what is a securities transaction and what isn't. But if it's what I'm trying to say is from a practical standpoint, if somebody just comes in and goes, hey, I want you to use a medallion stamp on this, and there isn't anything pre-printed on that form that says you're supposed to use a medallion stamp, well, I wouldn't use your medallion stamp if you don't think it's a securities transaction. But if it's some kind of an insurance policy or something else that it has pre-printed and it says use medallion stamp, then maybe it really is a securities transaction. All right, another issue that comes up is the value of the security or the stock that's being transferred. What if the stock being transferred is valued higher than your medallion bond? We just learned you're not supposed to use, you can't use your medallion stamp for transaction that is more than your medallion bond. Let's say that your member brings in a stock power and asks you to use your medallion stamp to guarantee their signature. You look at the Wall Street Journal, see that the stock is valued higher than your medallion bond. 
you can't use your medallion stamp unless you break up that stock transaction into similar transactions. And a lot of people are concerned about this, but it truly is a common accepted practice for you to ask your member, hey, I can't do this big transaction. Would you like to break this up into smaller transactions? So each transaction has to be smaller than your medallion bond. And that's fine. And, and that's common practice. Now, remember, though, is that your credit union is imposing more risk on itself each time that the medallion is used. So even though you've broken up that big transaction into smaller transactions, the aggregate potential liability to your institution is the same as that large transaction. But I just want you to realize that it is acceptable to break a large transaction into smaller transactions so you wouldn't exceed your medallion bond. If you enjoyed today's podcast, you can register for the on-demand webinar titled Medallion and Signature Guarantee Risks, Rules, and Best Practices. The on-demand webinar is available now to view and download. Podcast listeners can also enter coupon code MEDALLION into their shopping cart for 10% off the on-demand webinar. More details can be found in the episode notes. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite podcast platform for the next episode of Credit Union Overtime. Before I close the podcast, I'd like to thank our state association partners, Elizabeth Fast, Spencer Fain, LLP, and you, the listener. Be safe and take care. Mm-hmm.